When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I have your attention. That means I can say whatever I want and you can't change it. This is Larry Charles, one half of the Game Dev Unchained podcast team. And this week, very special just for you, I brought three guest hosts to help me get through this episode because I cannot do it alone. The first one is a two-time all-star iPod rewinding champion, Mr. Brandon Pham. Chicka, 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 what? This is Brandon Fan. How are you guys doing? Welcome to this week's episode and Roundtable News. Uh, as usual, please welcome our third unofficial podcaster, Ray Graham. How are you doing, Ray? Peace, peace. What's up, guys? Not much, man. And a returning Hall of Famer, Edwin McRae. How are you doing, Edwin? Edwin? I'm good, thanks. How are you? All right, let's get into this. Uh, months roundtable again. Like please, this that is... question. <laughs> How you doing, Brandon? <laughs> yes, let's get right into it. <laughs> it's been... I'll tell you. I'll tell you right after this. <laughs> All right. So uh, again, this is the roundtable news. This is our opinions. It's not a reflection of our company. Please don't get us fired. Uh, just forward your hate mail towards Ray. Okay. <laughs> uh, right. Let's go to the first topic. Nintendo Labo. Am I saying that right? Labo? Labo. I'm guessing Labo, right? Yeah. Uh, either one works, I guess, when you you know go to try to buy it. I think it's pretty darn cool. Anyone <laughs> who hasn't seen it, Nintendo has gone, instead of to the future, to make cool games. They've gone to the past. <laughs> they are selling it like an $80 construction paper and cardboard kit that can interact with your Nintendo Switch and, you know, play games. But, like, in a cool little interactive way. You know, you build these peripherals that allow you to interact with the switch differently and the switch can you know determine the input and you know generate all these crazy little gaming experiences like uh can anybody remember off the top of their head one of the cool like, they had like the an coolest. rc star one a piano one yeah the coolest yeah the coolest one was the piano one for sure yeah so you would make piano one piano there's a lot actually and put your switch in the piano and when you hit the cardboard keys the Nintendo Switch would actually play the different music notes as if you were playing the real piano. It's just, it's witchcraft is what it is, but I'm just going to go ahead and get that out of the way. <laughs> oh, how is it doing it? <laughs> I think there's, uh, there's little, yeah, well, it seems like it's magic, but I, I spent some time and I like, was staring at it. And it's like there's little <laughs> IR reflective tape in the box, right? And so each key you press moves a different piece of tape. Uh, and then I know. And the remote reads knows which ones are moving and produces a note. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty it's pretty it's a pretty good idea. See, it it's became like it's, less it's, cool it's, as soon as Ray explained it. To go into magic, exactly. I like my magic. Yeah, like, yeah, but that's actually the whole point of it, right? It's it's for it's for the kids to learn to uh, how this stuff actually even works, yep. right? So it's on top of playing games, but they also learn some a little bit of engineering yep. with it, right? And it's just such a it's a really cool idea. It's a pretty good 
thing that I think is uh, yeah. a really great idea. Yeah, yeah so, there's like uh, these science kits that uh, are not related to gaming, but there are these kits that kind of send uh, monthly crates to, to children and to families where they can build stuff and create either uh, little science experiments. And so I feel like uh, Nintendo is kind of drawing inspiration from that, which is really, I think it's a lot better. Right? You, you have the software with it as well. And you, the cardboard isn't like straight up cardboard from Home Depot. It, it's cardboard it's like where, you know, they line it up and draw it. Yeah. Instructions and everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so do they, so, I'm just getting my head around this. So they send out kits of this cardboard and it's all like, it's basically like Lego. It comes in a pack and it's all ready to go with the design. Yeah. So so basically yes. think of like a huge Nintendo package that has the gaming software as well as all the construction cardboard that lets you uh, build whatever it is that your software needs it for. So yeah. uh, it's completely left field. Like no one expected this. But it's you usually are able to see, yeah, it's very Nintendo. Usually you're able to see uh, progressions of, you know, the game development, right? VR is, of course, the big thing. AR is, of course, the big thing. No one's going back looking at cardboard and thinking that this is going to be a fun. So they're just in the arena with themselves, right? They're not competing with anyone. And I, I hope, I hope, like, they keep... Uh, they have like a 12 month plan or like a three year plan of rolling these type of softwares in a continuous way because what will kill it is that they don't support it after like two software mm-hmm. releases, you know? I mean, surely since it is so left field, it's a market tester. So they're, yeah. they're seeing, you know, our families going to, you know, get involved with it. Our kids going to like it. Do they like the whole interaction between cardboard and computer, basically? And yes, and if if that does click, then I guess they will continue to support it. And if the experiment bombs, then maybe not. But I think it's cool of them yeah. to even give it a go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they probably can tell by pre-order sales right now that they're probably going to make at least a third kit. Right now, they have two kits. Right, they have like the all-in-one kit, and then another one that is like a robot VR, where you come. It comes with the backpack cardboard box with some VR cardboard. Uh, that you put your switch in front of your eyes and you walk around like a like a smashing <laughs> robot. It, it's really clever, man. It's like I never hear anything about Nintendo game developers in Japan. Like you don't even know them by name. It's just like oh, Nintendo over there. Right? You don't know who works under that house, <laughs> who develops like these uh, sweatshop games. <laughs> but it, it's so innovative. It's so different. Where it's like. They're just on. They're just on a different type of drug, man. It has just, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing, but I just, I, I just need some of that drug. That's just, uh, d- yeah. Japan is a different kind of drug. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a different way of thinking, which I think is yeah. awesome. So, um, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, here's the interesting thing that I want to talk about, though. Is you know how when Nintendo came out with the Wii. Microsoft and Sony came out with their motion controllers, right? Like, do we anticipate any sort of like fast follow from Microsoft or Sony to kind of <laughs> go uh, back to tech? No. <laughs> I'm really surprised. Cartoons. I would. <laughs> oh, I would love to yeah, see it, they push out. I would love to see it. Yeah. yeah I mean, what like, a, what? Oh, you go right. Go ahead. So I was just saying, what are you going to do? Put uh, some cardboard around a DualShock controller? Like, <laughs> it's just not. It's just not going to work, right? So, uh... <laughs> no, I think they're. 
PlayStation seems to be very invested in their VR set. Mm. And Microsoft is still trying to like figure out things. <laughs> what yeah. is it? I mean, Maybe the I mean, AR? I, can, but I don't know. I can see like with something like that, if you could start basically crowdsourcing designs for stuff, like if people can make anything out of cardboard mm. and then you know, the machine be able to recognize it and st- you start doing things with it and you get people, you know, basically the, the players creating the content. Mm-hmm. I can think, I can see that being a big win for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but while they've still got kit set cardboards that cost 80 bucks, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the cardboard doesn't cost 80 bucks to replace. That's <laughs> yeah, the thing that about because these are, these are huge things that you're building, right? Mm-hmm. And so eventually you're going to have it all over the house and you're, you know, eventually going to ruin it and people are going to look to replace it. Right. So I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. Maybe they're- I, I doubt, I doubt they're going to have a replacement plan for a cardboard piano. Right. Like I think it's a straight up, you're going to be just out, out by the 80 bucks when your kid crushes the cardboard. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, you're going to see your dad version of the piano <laughs> uploaded on Instagram. It's just going to look terrible. I think the piano <laughs> one was completely for marketing purposes, right? Because you can just download a, like a $1 mm-hmm. app on your iPad or iPhone mm-hmm. that does the exact same mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? But for some reason, yeah. it's the Nintendo Switch. It's not as cool. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's just the cool. It's not as cool. It's it's not as it's not as cool, man. Like, like getting an app on your phone and, and playing some keys on your phone. It's not as cool as building a physical piece of cardboard yeah. that plays yeah, those. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very, it's very clever. Yeah, and it's got the Nintendo charm with it too. It's the same as no other construction brick is as cool as Lego. Yeah, 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 that's the thing. Lego (laughs) dominates the market, and people have been trying to replicate it. Yeah, they're trying to be. Oh, make it! Trying to replicate that. Make it, but Nintendo is coming up with something that is, yeah, that is very similar but different, right? They actually have a chance to build like a whole genre of this type of stuff where it is building yourself, engineer, and then and as software, yeah, and as like the as an engineer, like as my profession, being an engineer, like the whole the whole like learning how to build those things, learning how they work, and then also um, they also have a thing where you actually do a little bit like visual scripting programming mm. to control like a physical thing right yeah i think that's like it's also a really good way of getting kids interested in like programming early on and engineering or it's just a, it's just a good idea from like that standpoint as well and actually yeah, from a narrative perspective um i mean it'd be great if say a pack came out where the kids could build a set pretty much for their own play mm. it comes with the script mm-hmm. and then you know they've got props they've got set everything interacts and then they can Basically, the Wii translates that to them seeing the real set come, well, you know, the imaginary set come to life on the screen. That sort of stuff, they'd be really cool. So I think there's storytelling potentially for sure. What surprised me was one of the demos is like you make these little butterflies or whatever. And it just, I guess you, the rumble, they're able to like adjust the speed of the rumble in the controllers just right so that it can actually make the thing move across the table. The way that you want, uh, like that. Kind uh, of, I don't even know how you think of that that kind of stuff. Or like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it really yeah. Is. yeah. Yeah, it's just on another level. I, I mean, when you're not forced to compete with other people, you're you're just like you're, the the limitation is is helping because again, the switch is not very powerful as a system, right? But 
Yeah, they didn't compete. They got it right this time. It's like they trash. got it wrong so many times when they didn't compete. On <laughs> Every other system, they get it wrong. But they so they got to enjoy this ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the the switch still doesn't really compete with the specs, but it's it's a lot closer, and and you can produce a really good looking games on it, right? So, yeah, they get more. Well, I mean, that pretty much. Yeah, across the board, I think we can agree that it seems like Nintendo Labo is going to do just fine. It seems like, well, they're already pre- taking pre-orders. There's a lot of excitement over that trailer when it came out. I haven't seen anything negative about it. Only the worry about misplacing those boxes. <laughs> because when you have cardboard boxes, you throw them away, right? You don't keep it around. And it. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think it'll survive if you can start using your own cardboard from home. But if those precious right. boxes have to be like stored and you know bubble wrap all the time, oh, kill them. so I don't know. We'll see. I'll yeah. say this though: if I was Nintendo, and I don't know if this will work or not, but I think moving the software is most important, right? Because the cardboard is plentiful; it's everywhere, and people can get cardboard. It would be great if somehow I can use my own like paper or peripherals to kind of create these things. And not like the official mm. Nintendo branded, because oh my god, the mm-hmm. fastest way to get this to die is you keep overcharging people for some dumbass cardboard once they've already yeah. bought the yeah. software. Yeah, but you already know somebody's somebody's gonna hack the hell out of it and like and come up with their own design, right? And be like, here's I yeah yeah. But I mean, like, I'm just asking. Nintendo I hope so. Not to do the Nintendo thing for once and like try to tell me that I need to pay ninety bucks for this Switch stand. Which <laughs> I could go build myself. If they're right? smart, eighteen. If they're right? smart, they they'll let you print out the layout, <laughs> and then you can just use that exactly. any card. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Print out, print out a stencil, print out a stencil, yeah. and then just trace it, yeah. trace it and cut it out. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's Nintendo. That seems to be the big news. They're already outpacing. Well, these these sold more than the Wii U life cycle. Oh yeah. So what? Good. Within a year and a half, they sold more than the Wii U altogether wow. in its five <laughs> years. Wow! <laughs> what well, hasn't even has even been a year and a half? It hasn't even been a year and a half yet. It hasn't yeah, been a year yet. It has not even been a year yet, yeah. and it's already have sold uh, every other the Wii U. Yeah, every other system. Yeah, I'm just waiting for well, a, doing a great grown adult to just walk up with his Switch, so I don't feel so bad like in public. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ray. Thank you very much, Ray. I appreciate. It. And I was, yeah. and I was, and I was just playing Celeste on the Bart. So there you go. No, I haven't really seen that much, that many people playing with the the Switch. To be honest, on, on I've seen, I, I seen a few. I see. I saw a lot of people playing Zelda like last year. Yeah. A lot of people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not like those uh, Nintendo commercials where you're the life of the party type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, going, I'm not going to my cool friend's uh, rooftop to play to play a uh, Switch. Yeah. Well, the party doesn't start till I come in with the Switch. I'm not seeing that. Uh, uh, once you start having cardboard parties, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe it's gonna go off. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, there's Nintendo. All right, so we'll move on to the next topic. Hey. Good luck, Nintendo. I think they're going to do just fine. So uh, the next thing is kind of taking the opposite route, right? This is pretty serious. So Jess Cliff, right? I don't know why I put it in this order right after Nintendo, but it's just the way it is. (laughs) 
somebody please think about the children. That's a segue. That's a segue. Uh, Jess Clef, who is the co-creator of the original Counter-Strike, who was hired by Valve to continue supporting Counter-Strike. Uh, is it called Source? Source, right? Or Go. CSGO. Uh, got arrested on charges of... I think what I've read is that uh, he has and produces child pornography as an editing or something. Not filming. I think he somehow has more of a active role than just possessing. Something like that. Oh, That's the charge. Yeah, we should get so, this right. So we but he, trouble, but. Well, not charged, right? So this is what people are saying. Okay. So he hasn't been formally charged yet. He could still be getting out completely guilt-free. But... It's not like one of those things you get accidentally tagged in, right? It's like, all right, something is going on. I'm just saying, dude. But he usually, it's already terrible to him, to his career, right? Valve already uh, cut ties with him until this thing gets sorted out. So he's without a job. He's not working. There's a, a, like a dismissive stance from Valve. And so uh, he's still in custody. I believe. So I don't know what you guys. I mean, I I think we can all much agree that this is terrible. (laughs) Again, so but it's just one of those things. Yeah, officially charged, right? So no, or is is it? And that's publicly known that he's been officially charged. Well, well, supposedly the bail hearing was on the bail hearing was on February second, supposedly. Yeah, Um, it's pretty recent. Okay, Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. there is a bail on him now. So, I mean, I mean, I mean, one thing I guess is it right of Valve to sideline him before you know? Well, that's one of the things. It's it's confirmed. Like it's been through the whole judicial system. Yeah, yeah. I think he said they're suspending him until like it gets sorted out, right? So I think that's the right move. Like especially if it's something like 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 creating of child pornography, you gotta you gotta kind of take the. A cautious stance, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's like hey, you know, we're, we're, we're gonna, yeah. we're just not gonna, you know, further this experience anymore until we find out what's what. <laughs> if this is fake hoopla, yeah. Yeah, like, well, that brings up a like it's, very interesting. It's, point. it's 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 one thing you got like charged with like some sort of drug possession or something like that, or or some like or some sort of traffic accident or something, yeah. but like child porn, nah, nah bro. You gotta you know yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. Well most companies too, like this is a trend, right? There's a lot of like political well, I'm not saying this is a political correct type of situation, but there are like in the last few years where you would say something on your Facebook profile, your own personal profile, and then you get fired from work mm-hmm. because of the bad viral yeah. aspects of it. Well, let's be honest. I mean, I think- some of these people deserve it, right? Like, they're public officials, okay. right, who are responsible <laughs> for people's lives. Oh, I, I know how Larry feels And then they're on there uh, yeah. saying stuff like, oh, Michelle Obama, this and that, looks like a mother. Yeah. Like, I, forgive me yeah. for saying, like, paraphrasing <laughs> what other people are saying to say that. But like yeah. you can't, yeah. you just can't. You know what I mean? Expect no repercussions. Exactly. Yeah, I mean that is the thing. Is like companies. I mean, well, game companies. Uh, they're so public. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they're the entertainment industry. So of course they're public, and so every employee represents 
the company in some way because it's a big brand and it's all about brand love. Um, so, yeah, I mean, of course, as soon as something goes wrong like that and there's a, a question of child pornography, even worse, potentially making it, then, yeah, of course, they're going to be terrified that that's going to hurt their brand. So, yeah, I can, I can understand that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's still, dominant. So apparently, like details, details of the charge actually, like he actually actually got charged on Monday. Okay, so he did get charged. Which was uh, which which was which is what today or yeah, today what day is today? Yeah, today. Today's Monday. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So the press. Oh, so they got yeah. Arrested. So yeah, yeah. They, they released the they statement of probable probable cause, and they multiple instances of sexual contact with the minor, along with one instance of videotaping and encounter. Mm. Oh, oh so, my god. Uh, the listed juvenile victim was 16 years old at the time of alleged incidents. 16? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'm not about oh. to, I'm not about to condone, yeah. but what I'm gonna say is I'm just gonna offer some. People. That's still is this, is this, this one child. of those like R. Kelly situations where he was like, I thought she was 18. She's like, it, it's still I don't it's know. still right, child. Like, no, no, I'm just I'm. I'm not trying to make light of this situation, but like the whole time yeah. I'm thinking it's like an eight year old or a nine year old. This doesn't make it any right. worse, but I'm saying it does not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you look at the girl. What's what's the girl's name? Cash me outside or whatever. You know what I mean? Heart. Yo, underage girl, man. Cash me Do you girl read the comments that people post under her pictures? And stuff? Yeah. 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 Some of the people who make those comments should be in jail right next to this guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow, there's a difference yeah. between making a comment on the internet and actually know, doing know, something, right? The only, the only reason I brought it up now, let me so let me go in depth before I before I have a storm of people coming after me. I'm, I'm only asking for detail. Like, is this if this is the only count? Was is it possible that there was some like, hey, I saw her at the club at night in the bar? Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I was at Disney Jam. It's not Akon, dude. This guy's so yeah. Uh, can it, can it play possibly, a nerdy guy? She looked a little. Can yeah. it possibly be a mistake? Yeah. No, that's, that's yeah. Again, yeah. Jokes aside, again, this is a serious issue, and I don't want to make light of it for the sake of the podcast. Yeah. I'm saying I actually right. thought it was like really, really young, like because it's like a kid. I thought it was a kid too when they say child porn. But I yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing around that age who. Okay, so I'll, I'll actually take it back. When I was around that age, 15, 16, I knew of females who had been sexually active for a while with much older individuals. And yeah. some of them by choice, some I don't, I, I can't say because it was like bad shit. Yeah. I also didn't grow up in the nice yeah. area. I'm just simply saying that right, right, right. some of those cases, those girls were like actively looking for older men. And right, right, right. That's all, that's all. So do we know if there's a possibility that there was like. Yeah. You know, I'm just well, it had to start out. It sounded, I don't know, right? It probably started out mutual, but probably the parents got of it well, and all this stuff. Here's the thing, right? It's like, uh, I'm reading this thing, and there's a part in here that says, after being informed of his Miranda rights, Cliff uh, confirmed to investigators he used multiple websites to arrange dates with women, and then in some cases, those included arrangements that included payment for their time. Oh my! He described God. he is he described one of those sites as sugardaddyarrangement.com. Oh, um, which investigators? <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So you know how that goes. Yeah, it's guilt. Okay. Yeah, now, it's, it's never a one incident, right? Yeah, it's like a repeated yeah, offense. 
And like well, that's, yeah. that's that's the, that's the thing. That's the thing with like some of those those things too. There's all, all sorts of uh, human trafficking and things like that that go on, right? And yeah. so like like it's just it's just all bad, all bad. Yeah, all bad. It is. Um, one one thing that I guess is worth raising then is like okay, so here's he's a high profile gamer, yeah. And dare I say it, you know, has he? reinforced existing stereotypes about gamers that were out there and basically just, you know, made um, the identity of a gamer just even harder to, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> to, okay. to just, Fairly. you know, put out there and go, yeah, I'm proud of being a gamer. Outside of the gaming community, right? Where people who just don't involve in playing games or understanding game development. Or exactly. Like that, yeah. This kind of stuff rises to the top. And it's very easy for them to say, yeah. see, I know those gamers are assholes because look at this guy. Because they don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah. other gamers, but they see the high profile and they see this as an example of, you know, what basically validates yeah. any sort of prejudices that they may have. So, And and even worse is, is the, um, it's Counter-Strike, right? Yeah, yeah co-creator yeah. Counter-Strike. Yeah, even worse uh, is the, the first-person shooter stereotype. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which has had so That's much bad. press about violence and so on it's like oh man uh, my conscience is kicking in guys that ruined it for us. a second to <laughs> apologize to all the listeners who think i'm being insensitive about the case because i know 16 years old is still very young that's a child definitely by law well like and, there are some states that 17 is legal uh, i think that's the lowest right it doesn't go down to 16 so it's, it's but Seattle is definitely, I, it is so and it sounds like this guy has done a lot of other stuff right it's just not a one instance yeah, exactly my, my argument thank you brandon my argument is blown out of the water by ray's extensive <laughs> the frequency is too high to say it could have been i i, I extensive yeah. extensive research which is just google yes but around <laughs> this is what the round table is all about but that's we start with one idea yeah. and then we do some research and then we correct ourselves <laughs> Uh, well, it was pretty new like today fresh off the press right as of like last thursday there was no info about it so yeah yeah that's wow. that's today that's an article for today at four o'clock from ours technica so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. well uh, uh barry as as a as a father of daughters apology accepted and nobody put i have to say so <laughs> good man all right it's the right thing to speaking of tough situation yeah right right well speaking of counter-strike and first-person shooters overwatch league just came out right larry do you mind talking about what the overwatch league is and why is it so successful let me let me double salute and shout out blizzard entertainment for investing in their own product and furthering the career of esports and game developers and gamers creating this awesome community called the overwatch league where they are paying pro gamer athletes to represent teams from all over the world and but mostly domestic. Uh, and they launched their own Overwatch League. It's like a full professional league with, I forget how many teams. What is it, like nine teams, ten teams? Like eight to nine teams. But in the first week, they had over 10 million viewers tune in to see the matches. I think that's huge for a launch. Uh, yeah, man, Blizzard needs more success. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> This win for Blizzard is actually a win for game developers and competitive yeah, yeah. in general. Like we're starting to take more spotlight and it's starting to be serious yeah. as far as like, wow, there's sponsorship opportunities that are going to show up. 
you know, there's uh, just having pop-up events, people actually coming to the arenas, selling it out to see this stuff go on. Like, that's oh, huge. Yeah. Like, the nerds are winning. That is cool. Yeah. It's actually... <laughs> that was that two, it's two actually... Ten million. Oh, sorry. Ten million. Ten million. Ten million. Wow. First week. Yeah. So this actually leads into like a lot of other things too, because universities, I know UCI has one and uh, USC have a gamer professional degree. Like you can go to school for this stuff. Seriously. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So UCI is yeah. next to uh, Blizzard. So obviously they have some kind of program that they're, yeah. they're doing together. I swear to God, so it's an actual professional track to become uh, a game well, it's, well, it's actually well it's actually a scholarship they actually offer scholarships for professional scholarship. for competitive gaming at, at a few universities yeah yeah that is insane that's i didn't impressive. even think that was possible yeah yeah even when gaming professionally was popular a few years ago i never thought a university would yeah but dude like doesn't doesn't overwatch league aren't aren't a few of those teams owned by like nfl Owners, it doesn't Robert Kraft have a stake in one of the teams? For sure, right? So it's yeah. like, so like, you know, like, so once, once, the, once you know the NFL owners are starting to put down money and, and put money into this, like, it, you know, they're not doing it, they're not doing it for fun. Yeah, yeah, like you know, they're doing yeah. it to, to make some money. So I remember. Back well, I mean, NFL's not making money anymore. So I remember <laughs> when you have people like John Fatality who's getting like. A sponsorship with like Carl's Jr., but like he's the only like he's the mm. one player I can name who's right. like a professional esports player. Like this is like ten years ago. Now it's like you have whole yeah. teams of people, personalities because of social media, internet marketing, and presence. That like it really does have mm. the opportunity to be a legitimate thing where people come uh-huh. to the players, they collect the jerseys, they want the autographs. All of that is coming. Which is yeah, that I mean, that's mine. That's interesting. Like, who is the the Michael Jordan and the Steffi Graf of of professional gaming at the moment? Oh, well, do we know any names? Right. Let's see. There was a- Who's number one right now? Yeah, it, it, it's like different aspects now. You got your actual professional gamers, but I would even argue that like the Twitch streamers are probably more famous than those guys. Yeah, yeah, that. that's a. But I, I guess the point is like. It, Will it get to the point where where um, you know StarCraft athletes are um, household names? Well, right. well, definitely, definitely Korea. Well, definitely in Korea. They are definitely right? Korea. Yeah. 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 yeah, Korea. Yeah, yeah, Korea. Korea is like ten years ago. They knew that this was yeah. it was yeah, already yeah. a thing. Like, like announced were, were like one guy. Yeah, like one guy retired and they announced his retirement from competitive gaming like that's kind of crazy on um, national right? news yeah that was like news he's retiring from competitive gaming right so yeah, yeah. How, do, how old do you have to be to retire from professional gaming <laughs> it's probably 30 it was like 30 25 like 31 31 or some nonsense i don't even know it's, 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 I, so it's like it's, it's the opposite for me is how long can you last you know what i mean because it's kind of right. like, yeah. hey you know my, my my reactions aren't as fast as they used to be my apm is down you know, I'm, I'm yeah. hitting the old age at 26. You got to give it up. <laughs> My kids want to no, I, I would like to see the, the like, international um, cyber sports uh, event of civilization. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's like, like we need to become a, the equivalent of a chess master, you know? Exactly. Like, 
That would be. Why don't they have? Why don't do they have competition with those teams? It's, well, I can tell you. I can tell you. I can tell you exactly why. I can tell you exactly why. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell you exactly why. That would be boring as hell. That's why they don't do that. <laughs> Dude, people were watching Bob Bob Ross for like two weeks straight. People watch darts and bowls and cricket. (laughs) Most people tune on Twitch. Those are on the side. Those are still much. Those are still much quicker games than Civ. (laughs) Civ. The reason why Civ doesn't work to me is because we don't have like a revolving door of micro payoffs. That people can get excited about, right? Where like four to five seconds, I can see an engagement, conflict, and resolution, and then outcome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like future outcome. Yeah. It's like a whole lot of planning and setup, and like you have to understand, and then yeah. crescendo towards the end as you realize that, like, yep, you're wiping people out of the experience. But you know, chess is like, oh, he took the queen. Oh, snap! You know, at least. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Can, well, can you imagine? Oh man! In five turns, math, math, mathematics will be researched. <laughs> Can't wait for five turns from now. Like, like. Okay, maybe civilizations start the right example. If it had, let's have a narration. RTS, RTS, go watch it. Thanks. Yeah, RTS for sure. You can make it work. It doesn't necessarily have to be Twitch, but probably not. You know, completely like turn based, where it's like you have all this time to think and prepare. Something a little more. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. All of that's coming in Korea was... Well, I would say this, like, yeah, the, com- uh, I was the, gonna- the comp- competitors, all right? Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that Korea being 10 years ago ahead is because they were the best in the world. No one was beating... Okay, forgive me for generalizing and being a little racial, but no one was beating Korea in StarCraft. The shit wasn't happening. They were going off <laughs> yeah. and just wiping the floor with everybody they played, right? You can't tell people they're yeah. the best in the yeah, world. Yeah. You can't expect them to be happy about it. Like they, of course, they got behind. <laughs> yeah. It's their national sport now because they were killing everyone. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, that's, uh, shout out to all the Korean <laughs> yeah. fellows out there. Well, I just wanted to quickly. Well, uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Brandon. Well, I, I just want to say, like, I mean, do you guys? I don't really know the top competitor of any genre of any game, but. Like I feel like the people who are doing the streaming are more famous and probably more successful, right? Just naturally daily mm. activity and I would say uh, and everything per capita is probably better to be in the Overwatch League than it is to be an Overwatch streamer because I would imagine okay. let's just say there's probably what six or seven thousand different Overwatch streamers and maybe the top. 20 30 of them like i mean like consistent streamers not just like they have an account and they've done it once or twice i mean the people who do it consistently i'm just throwing numbers out of my butt like the top one to two percent of that make like holy shit money through youtube through twitch through donations and all that and then you have a lot of people who like are making supplemental income right is the way right. I look at it. whereas in the overwatch yeah you're talking like every person is making like at least 60 grand kind of thing and then if you win, you're getting bonuses, yeah. you're getting endorsements, you're getting... So I think on average, if you're in the mm-hmm. Overwatch League, you probably have a better shot of, you know, making a legitimate career run. But if you break into that top 1% to 2% of the streaming, maybe even the top 5%, you probably are significantly eclipsing what the people are doing in the Overwatch League, including their endorsement money. Right. But, uh, mm-hmm. what's, a, what's a big number? Yeah. So, Dr. Disrespect, I don't know if it's fair to say him because he's, like, not playing Overwatch, but he jumped back on today streaming, and he got hit up with donations. I think the highest one he got today was, like, five grand. 
Somebody welcomed him back to streaming by just paying him five grand. Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hell yeah. We used to work with that guy. Bananas. Now he's getting five grand just to come back. Um, Dude, what? what, what a, uh, so happy. So happy for him. So happy for him. <laughs> oh, that's that's good, man. <laughs> hey. All right. What would you rather do, stream or make games? Come on. Dude, if I can stream my underwear, like if people pay me 5K, dude. Brandon, you should try oh, man. personality for it, dude. You'd probably be really popular. <laughs> I'll stream like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Where I'm like sm- smoking with two hands and I'm flaying, killing people. Did you guys hear about that? No. How he was indoors? <laughs> uh, what game was it? it? It was like that new Survivor kind of 16-player Battle Royale game. Uh, anyways, he was playing this game. He was endorsed by the company, right? And uh, the whole time, two hours, you know, people thought he was playing, but he was like making comments that, you know, dude, I should really play this game because it looks really fun. (laughs) (laughs) Someone was playing the game for him the whole time. Uh. (laughs) There was a whole question about, you know, is that ethical? Can, Can you get sponsors to just act like they're playing on Twitch? Is that... Is that cool? Wow. Mm. I guess wow. the fact that he's in the room, Snoop Dogg's in the room watching the game, yeah. it's probably yeah. enough. Let, you know? Yeah, I think the entertainment yeah. value is still there, yeah. If, if, yeah. I don't have a problem with it. Play Street Fighter Five and, like, you know, talk about, man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's not, you know, it's like once you built up a kind of... Uh, dare I say, godlike status that Snoop Dogg has? You don't want to be seen being batted in a thing. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That that celebrity extends to everything beyond his music. So, yeah, you know. So, to be fair, he made I, it I very entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People tuned in, and he didn't try to hide it. Right, he was making comments like, "I should play this game." <laughs> While he was playing the game, somebody off camera was like, "I should learn what you guys are doing." <laughs> I thought it's cool. Anyways, let's go to the next topic, right? Uh, let me just uh, uh, personal. Please, please. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, Snoop yeah. actually is then better than the streamers because he gets paid right. to not even play the game that they're streaming of him. <laughs> that is yeah. the top level right there. That's the that's inception level. shit. That's the one percent. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. next year. Yeah, that's yeah. probably gonna be how Twitch evolves, man. You're gonna see a lot of celebrities playing games, but really, it's just a big ad. Man, oh, it's product endorsement. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I was, it's like everything. If I was super attractive, I would just pay someone to play the game for me, and I would just oh, there you go pretending. Give me the yeah. dollars. Hey, man, if it works, it works. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about what is really working. And what isn't working for Epic, right? Fortnite just eclipsed 40 million players, right? Fortnite, if you guys remember, is that one game that is very different from five years ago. But then last year, it became a different game because of PUBG, right? We're talking about Battle Royale, right? And uh, because they eclipsed 40 million players, uh, it is free to play, but they have 40 million players playing. Uh, they are discontinuing their other game Paragon. called Paragon. You guys heard of that before? Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That was a tough one for me, man. That 
I love mobile games, and so I'm always happy to see yeah. somebody take a new shot at trying to do something new in that market. But it's mm. really hard to do it with the shooter feel in a mobile world, or at least the way. Totally, you know, yeah, yeah, it wasn't gonna work. You know, they missed the mark on yeah. that one. So is that one? yeah, like yeah, and I don't think Paragon got canned because Fortnite is successful. Like Par- Paragon got canned because people weren't yeah. playing Paragon, right? You know what? Like, like that's just what's up, right? And and then yeah, and then they can use the resources, the leftover resources, to put more effort into Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's it's like numbers. They would. It's pretty obvious, man. Hiring, like, hey, we need exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, you're you're in you're at Epic, right? You're you're sharing a cubicle, right? You're working on Paragon, and then your cubicle friend is working on Fortnite, and he's having. The best fun in the world, and you're sitting there like no one's playing the shit that I'm playing. <laughs> so of course, <laughs> developers are probably the first one that moved over, right? We need more support. We need more environment artists. We need more characters. Yeah. And so that that probably happened like the last few months when it just ballooned up to 40 million players. And naturally, it's like, why are we still supporting this game that no one is playing, even in the office, right? It's just simple old capitalism. <laughs> the market spoke. Um, yeah, you know. It's so but um, yeah. so tell They're me a little best. bit more about Fortnite. So I don't know much about it. So oh, you're gonna love so it's better right. while you basically <laughs> get dropped in and are. Right. You got this one? Yeah. Well, I'm a little, I'm a little salty about the whole thing. Actually, a uh, salty. Raise a pro. Raise a pro. Because, because uh, no, I'm a Fortnite early adopter. Where I, I bought it when it was the other game. And it's still that other game still exists, right? Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's but, gonna me out with Paragon. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. You know, the other game still exists, right? But I, I haven't tried lately. So I, I bet it's a ghost yeah. town. Right, yeah. and everybody's playing the battle royale mode. Right, battle, battle royale. the battle royale mode is basically straight up PUBG. What you know, ninety nine people in a map in a big mass map, and you basically uh, shoot at and kill each other until there's one person left standing, and the area shrinks as this is all happening. But the Fortnite has an extra twist where you can actually build walls and build actually yeah. really complicated looking forts and stuff. Right. So you could build this, and you could uh, harvest materials, and you could build walls and stuff to basically kind of create a little fort for yourself and make uh, defenses for yourself while you're fighting in this uh, PUBG, PUBG-like uh, scenario. Yeah. Um, and so that adds a little extra dimension to PUBG. And then also, it looks great. Mm-hmm. It runs well, has proper tech, Threat. has yeah. proper net code, right? And yeah. so it's just a way better experience all around um, than PUBG, right. in, my, in my humble opinion. Um, right. so, so, Edwin, it'll be cool. We spent... Yeah, we spent two episodes talking about how you know Epic is using Unreal Four, obviously. Hmm. PUBG was using Unreal Four. Still is, still yeah, is, still is. Yeah. Right. So yeah. the controversy happened because PUBG became a success, and of course, Epic was part of that conversation, helping them develop it, right? And then a month later, or no, six months? Was it a month later? Shortly after PUBG came out and became a mega success, they announced their new mode that they got inspired from that game. They even said they got inspired from PUBG. And so there was a conflict yeah. of interest right there. Right? You're helping us make this game, and then you just kind of ripped us off. And now they're 40. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not exactly. I don't think it's a conflict of interest. Uh, like, you know, people, different people have different opinions about it, right? But like, yeah. straight up, I'm just like, look, your ideas are not. Right. Mm-hmm. Fortnite, Fortnite has an extra element to it. 
And so yeah. they took your idea and they executed it better than you. Yeah, yeah I agree. Right? And that and happens all the time in the industry, all the time. Exactly. Yeah. And you're salty. And you're salty about it. And you should just be quiet and, and, and cry. Wipe your tears away with the billion yeah. dollars you've already made. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Right? Like, so I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm not even trying to hear it. Honestly, straight up, right? So, let me let me try. So, what? Yeah, you know, you're like, hey, I have this great idea for a product, China. You know, uh, Uh Uh here's my patent that I'm going to be working on. I want you guys to mass produce it, and they're like, sweet, yeah, here you go, Ray. Here's your product back, the one thousand pieces that you asked for, and then two days later. That a half price knockoff version of the product that you just made, your complete design, everything on sale on all these sites that you're not on sale on, and no one is buying your product yeah. anymore. How does that feel? Yeah, if, well, first of all, first of all, that's not the case in this case, right? Because people still buy that game. <laughs> Second of all, you said something was patented, right? So then I would sue them because I would actually have a patent. However, okay. video game ideas are not patentable. You can right. <laughs> Hey, I will say this. If it wasn't Epic, if they were using Unity, right? And then Epic came out with Battle Royale, that's a different story. But they're using Unreal 4, and then Epic, of course, makes Unreal 4. And then they yeah. ripped off a game yeah. that they've been supporting the for like a year. That's, that's, the, that's the discrepancy right Well, the craziest, actually, the crazy part about this whole thing that like, you probably, like, there was actually release notes, Epic release notes for Unreal 4, like a couple versions back. And it was like, it was like net code improvements for a large number of players. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, we did, we did these fixes for mm-hmm. PUBG, you know, to get better, to get better network code. Yep. And now we're using it in Fortnite. And now everybody else, yeah. that uses Unreal 4 will get those improvements as well, right? Yeah. I, I thought that was kind of... I was laughing when I read that, quite frankly, because I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. but I, know, I know the PUBG guys are salty. I know the PUBG guys are salty. Uh, right? I, but, mean, I so, guess the argument yeah. they have is yeah. that Unity, Unity, Engine, Epic... Unreal, Unreal. Oh, sorry, yeah. Unreal, Unreal. Unreal, Unreal. Unreal. Unreal and Epic, there, there are two separate things. We've got game development over here. We've got engine over here. So if, you know, the game developers, we make this, and, yeah, this other game's been supported on Unity, it's not our concern because we're the game development arm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I bet, as entities, they're separate. My stepdad and needs a new car, so we're going to go this. withdraw one point. I bet they share a cubicle. I'm sure they do. Probably, <laughs> totally. But, you know, as, as legal entities, they're probably safe. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, but that's... I just think it's... I got another one for you. You're in college. Right, he has another example. Right? And it's a group project. Then the other guy decides, like, you know what, Ray, wow, this is a great group project. I'm so glad we worked on this together. I'm going to start my own group and put my name at the top of this and turn it in and get an A all by myself. How do you feel, Ray? Hey, man. Here's the thing. If I if I got an A on my group project too, if I got an A plus and I'm, and I'm graduating still, okay. I'll be quite fine. I'll be quite fine. I don't care. What the, right? Yeah. Because, like, dude, they're making so much money, right? They're making you so much that. money, right? You say that. Yeah. But if Bill Gates <laughs> had to become just a one billionaire, he'll cry, dude. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's just a well, that's what, well, that's what this is, right? It's at the point now where you made so much money, 
you're like, oh man, another 10 or 20 million sure would have been nice, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, right? yeah, it's yeah. at that point yeah. now. And it's just like, come on, man, just stop it, right? Like, you're, you're rich. You're rich, man. Just, you know. Well, it's pretty clear they can't do anything about it. They got to start innovating. Yeah. But uh, Fortnite has 40 million players. I see everyone playing it now. I go to a Microsoft store. They have those loaded. I don't see Battle Royale. I mean, Club G anywhere, so. You know what I will say? I, the gap is going to grow, so. <laughs> I think Fortnite's 40 million compared to, I think Battle Royale is over 20 million, about half. I'm, I'm yeah, something like that, yeah. Bot, though. Check. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a large testament to the accessibility and how clean everything runs in Fortnite. That You can't overlook that, right? Like, yeah. there's a lot of people who want the game to feel good and play well and to not be hitchy, to not feel like it's unpolished. Uh, even mm. if Battle Royale went yeah. early access, it's still, like, they got beat by someone who copied Junkie. the idea, and they had a head start. So, yeah. yeah the yeah. people that have been supporting them this whole time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How so, are they doing? It's I'm like they had to info and had a head start. <laughs> The reason why I say a billion dollars too, I think I think PUBG is is like it's it's well, it's, I think it's thirty million people, something like that, something like that, yeah. And then I just multiplied it by like thirty thirty dollars for whatever server they're charging for. No, it. they made a lot, and it's a small company, right? They're still considered, yeah. yeah. It's not yeah. like a two hundred, three hundred plus team. You're talking about hundred developers. That's why the game kind of is uh, shitty. So, uh, that's oh, <laughs> fired. Wow. Speaking of Microsoft. All right. I was talking about that earlier. Uh, there has been a rumor going around in the industry, right? Valve has been, right. They've been, uh, buying new offices. They're moving a lot of their people around as well as Microsoft being a little bit more serious about their gaming division uh, because they've been um, kind of loose with the IPs lately, right? They've been hurting. So the rumor is that Microsoft might buy out Valve, therefore owning Steam, therefore owning all the IPs, therefore maybe releasing Half-Life 3. What do you guys feel about this? Ray shaking his head. <laughs> Go Ray. Yeah. Not happy. Well, okay. The number one thing... Microsoft needs oh. is games. Okay. <laughs> Valve, Valve don't make no games no more. Well, they have all this IP. You don't think no, 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 no. like Star Valve Wars thing? Yeah. Yeah, Valve yeah. don't make no games no more, right? They, they, they just print money now, right? That's all they do is print right. money, right? From Steam, right? And, and, so, yeah. and so the only yeah, the only real benefit to that is Microsoft basically owns your PC at that point. Right. Yeah. When it comes to gaming, they own your Dude. PC, right? Yeah. And Steam is a way better store than the Windows Store. But the Windows Store is never going to go away. So, yeah, good luck there. Uh, so it doesn't really make too much too much sense, right? Yeah. Because like, and I think it all came around because people, because even Microsoft says like they need to make games. They need uh, more games to be made for yeah. their exclusive for their platform. And so people throwing out EA, they can buy EA or they can buy Valve or whatever, right? But I, I don't think Valve is a logical move. Like like the rumor is it's a cool rumor to speculate about, but yeah. I, it doesn't seem too logical, right? You well, feel like EA is a better bet? I feel like Valve has a better chance than EA, right? Sure, but uh but EA is more sensible because EA actually makes games. Oh shit. And they actually and they actually have like they actually have Frostbite Engine and they actually have ex- experienced dev teams that can churn out games. Yeah, I would say right. 
Do they make games? I thought they just make microtransactions. Oh, they... oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if if Microsoft did buy Steam, mm-hmm. then they would have access to every single little bit of analytics in that marketplace. So they can see the sort of games that are winning in the market. They can see the games that are losing. Every single nuance Ooh. of it. If I was a big evil corporation wanting to get better at making ba- games, I would buy the marketplace, study the heck out of it, yeah. and then I'd fire up my game um, development division. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. That's, yeah, that's, well, that's, like, but I think uh, Windows 10 is already like spying on you enough already. Like It already knows. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> to get real specific, aren't they? <laughs> Yeah, like like Windows 10 is is serving you up ads and stuff, and has analytics all about you you on your PC. So, but here, I'll yeah, say this, though, yeah. it's scary. Right, right? There is a ton of analytical data that is valuable to Microsoft, but they're also talking about buying Steam, right? Like that alone is just a valuable thing. Anytime that there's a Steam sale, right? How much money that they're gonna make? Mm-hmm. I think that's valuable data as well. Is if they can. Dude, they- just running oh absolutely yeah replacing their windows store with yeah they're gonna make their money back day one exactly it's it's very similar to disney yeah Yeah. it's very similar to disney buying out lucas yeah Yeah. so microsoft Uh, well but they're buying the platform let's just be real like steam is a valuable platform that prints money yeah that is an asset alone they're buying a marketplace. Whereas actually, the Disney thing's a bit different because they're buying IP. They're buying IP. I see. Yeah. You know, they're buying IP left, right, and center. It's less. Um, so it's kind of like they're not buying the distribution channels, although they're kind of doing that too. But Disney's kind of buying. They're building their own. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a way for Microsoft to basically clip the ticket all the way through right to you, to your machine. So here's some good news that comes out of this. Let's say World Domination Corporation Microsoft does buy Valve, like Steam, not just Steam, but they buy Valve. That means you get to see Half-Life 3. You get to see Half-Life 3, Left 4 Dead 3, exactly. Portal. All of those IPs. There's a lot of good IPs over there, man. Every single one will come out. Mark my words. You don't see that. Made by Microsoft. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you don't see none of those. Every single one of those come out. That's where Brandon's analogy actually holds up quite nicely because that's Disney. It's like that's how I felt when they gonna start making Star Trek and then when they started making Star Wars, and I was like, Disney versions of those. But so far, you know, it's been okay. Yeah. Yeah, because Disney well, owns. The well, they're they're definitely, well, they're definitely milking it, milking it to death, right? Like, I'm, I think a Star Wars movie every year is kind of ridiculous. But have you seen every single one? But I, I still, I'm still, I'm still watching them. Yeah, like you know, right, it's not you that go. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> called Ray says this with a milk mustache. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I guess. But what about um, back? Steam, like Steam, has been a fantastic outlet for indie games. Yes. Like it is yeah. the the outlet for indie games. Really, um, there are others, but you know. So as long as Microsoft is going to keep, you know, supporting everybody and not just favoring the big players, I think it's great. But 
you know, I guess that would be my main worry. Well, I, I'll say this, man. It feels like Valve is, like you said, they're either reached their height or reaching their height. Like, I feel like they're they're ready to sell, man. Like, what else are they going to keep doing? Let me, let me ask you this question, Brandon. Why would you? Who would they sell it to? No, just why is my question. Like you already because have- once you're rich, you don't you don't want to do anything. <laughs> every day you have more money. Well, yes. Why why did George Lucas sell well, Star Wars? His life worked. He got tired. Z- yeah. Newell Gabe Newell has billions. Yes. Like as rich as well, you, yeah. Like you get to the point where no. you get to the point where you're like, look, I I can't take it anywhere. Any yeah. further where it needs to go, and I just want to retire and chill. So I sell yeah. it to somebody who's interested who wants to take it somewhere, right? Like that's every year, Facebook buys a company, man. Instagram gets bought. Like yeah. Snapchat, well, Snapchat missed their chance. They're kind of shitting on themselves. Who is buying Facebook? <laughs> right. That's the question I'm asking you right now. Is Marcus? No, nah, Steam is not Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg is not Facebook. <laughs> He's not yeah, no. That's what I wonder. So is there something? Is it like the wave of say VR and AR games, for instance? Yeah. Does, is is maybe is the Steam platform not able to support those as, as well as it can? Is it is it you know future proofing? Yeah. Well, they have HTC Vive, right? That's a partnership mm-hmm. with with them, so they have a they have a big player in the VR market. But oh, cool! It, it is a private company, right? And like Ray says, at a certain point, you know, how much more can they grow? And do they have the energy to? They're not making games anymore. They're their whole team over there is like a Steam support system. They're only proving out ideas, right? To sell the HTC Vive or, or or that's pretty much it. They're not working on IPs. So at a yeah, so point, must, it's like how do you... It must be they have something in mind to create and they need a lot of money to do it and yeah. so why not? Could be. I would say yeah. they're bored. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to step away and enjoy life, right? You've seen it all. I just don't think also the team is big enough to really make multiple, like, if I, if it did happen, right, and Microsoft had all that IP, right, they have to find teams to be able to build the IP, right? Right. And and it takes time, it takes effort, you got to hire people, right? So, like, yeah. Don't really. fish the IP to their existing developers that, you know, are working on games that no one plays anymore, like Gears of War or <laughs> yeah, they'll license Half-Life out to oh, to anybody, man. To, you know, man. license the EA to make cold-blooded, man. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they're gonna do, dude. It's a private company, so it's two hundred and three hundred employees, right? Over half of those guys are the OGs. They're gonna cash out. Right? The original developers aren't going to be around to create a game. You can't convince a millionaire with like a, a 90k salary to make Half-Life 3. You're going to have to shop it out. But yeah. when they buy it, it's mostly for the Steam support. Logo on top of Half-Life. That's, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to yeah. happen. And I feel like Valve is at a point where they are selling and shopping around because they're not doing anything to build up no. You know, once the passion is gone from wanting to make games, what's the point of sticking around, right? You're you're rich. You're proving yourself. Yeah, and you've got younger players coming through now who have not even heard of Half Life, so you know they don't have that association. Just by saying, I know it's scary but true. Yeah, pretty much. 
So, yeah, it's got to be like they do have value IPs. There's only a few people that can actually buy Valve. Microsoft is right there in their backyard. They have a relationship. It's very possible. I don't see EA ever being bought out by those guys. But if Microsoft wants a major change, which they need, right, this generation, I think, hurt them more than they thought, right? You know, they came out with a super box, but no one really talks about it. <laughs> it's the, like the best. The, the, what is it called? The Xbox. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Scorpio? Or was it, what's the official? X, Xbox, the Xbox One X. Yeah. Their name is just, they gave them up. <laughs> Naming it. <laughs> and being able to differentiate their systems from each other. Yeah, so, yeah, I think Valve is definitely in negotiations with them. Microsoft has the money yeah. and the but like, I, but like I said before, like buying Valve does not help that problem. I don't think. No, they're they're going to become yeah. what Valve has become, like a Steam support system. <laughs> don't want to make yeah, it anymore. Microsoft well, doesn't yeah, it, own Steam. It, it doesn't. That does not. But that doesn't sell Xbox consoles or sell you know no. uh, Xbox games, right? Like so. That's true. That's why. That's why I'm like I'm like y'all. Y'all just wish it for something to happen. All right. <laughs> Steam will be pre-installed on every computer PC that comes out. It's free with the games. You're going to get some free stuff. Yeah. That's a huge thing, yeah. That's, that would actually be that, that would actually be the uh, the pessim- the optimistic outlook. The pessimistic outlook would be that Steam is dead and long live the Windows Store. Oh, right, which would just be a nightmare. Which Ooh. would be a nightmare. Wow. You think they would kill? They would kill Steam. <laughs> They're gonna kill the cash cow, right? Uh, For the sinking. I'm just. Dude, I, I can't see that. Dude, but. They're pouring. They're pouring so much money into Windows Store. They're pouring so much money into Windows Store. Right? It's built into the OS. Right? They're gonna spend half. It has signed It's the first thing. Windows Store. The apps in the Windows Store are signed. They're protected from piracy. They're like, or they're trying to protect them from piracy, right? They, uh, they, they really care about security. They dumped a whole bunch of cash into the APIs and like everything for Windows 10 and and the Windows Store and uh, what is what is it? Uh, UW UW UW. UWP, which is the unified Windows platform, right? Like they put a lot of money into that. You told me they're just gonna buy Steam and be like, nah. Right. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think it's so. A lot of money. <laughs> the money that they put into all That's those things that you mentioned is still nowhere near what it's gonna cost them to buy Valve. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying there's there's a huge investment in this stuff, right? And I don't see that going away. So, so they I'm so they all buy I'm saying is this. <laughs> and they're gonna kill it. <laughs> So they, so they buy Steam and then they migrate everybody to the Windows Store. Yeah, Ray, that's like yeah. who, who your, Steam, really like your, your Steam, your Steam login becomes your Windows, your Windows login. I better go buy a <laughs> You know how much ego? Yeah, that's how much ego you have. You double click to kind of double click Steam.exe and the Windows Store just pops up. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I get a new computer with Windows on it, man, the first thing I unpin is the Windows Store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get off. Oh, in the way. Oh, it's been such a good episode, man. Oh, man. Laughed through the whole thing. 
<laughs> well, I mean, that concludes it, man. That's pretty much the biggest stuff that we can think of the last month. Uh, ups wow. and downs, of course. Hopefully, hey, we've been pretty prophetic with some of this stuff. <laughs> Maybe a year from now, we, we can laugh at Ray uh, with our Windows-enabled Steam <laughs> We'll see. All right, yep. gentlemen. Well, it's been an hour. I've loved every moment of it. Edwin and Ray, appreciate you guys coming through, helping us fill another yeah. hour's worth of content. We'll have you back anytime. Just let us know when you're free. Oh, thank you. It'd be cool to be here. And, and I am walking away way more informed than I was when I, when I started. This <laughs> great. Too informed. Awesome. To Too much information. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Hey, yes. see you guys this week. Thanks for having me, guys. Peace. Cool. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to stay in touch or continue to follow our developments, then you need to go to facebook.com forward slash game dev unchained and drop a like and stay in touch. You can also get the direct feed for this podcast on soundcloud.com forward slash game dev unchained.